Hi, this is Dr. Jane Battenberg, author of Change Within, Change the World. In this weekly podcast, I interview changemakers who are at the cutting edge of new thought and consciousness awareness. Join me as we change within and change the world together. In my last podcast with Elisha Christopher, he talked about linking disparate things and the synthesis needed to solve the global issues facing us as we attempt to solve them at a higher level of consciousness than where they were created. He also talked about values. Chapter 18 of my book is titled, What's Love Got to Do With It? Kite Strings, Values, Passion. Looking at how these seemingly unrelated things are in fact connected may entice you to take a look at your own values and their relationship to a changing world. I invite you to join this author-read excerpt from Change Within, Change the World, and maybe re-listen to last week's interview with Eli. Chapter 18. What's love got to do with it? Kite strings, values, passion. Do you remember, perhaps from childhood, a person or pet you loved dearly with all the passion and unconditionality that a child can feel? For some, it was a grandparent or a favorite aunt or uncle. For others, it was their dog and constant companion, or a bestest friend or first sweetheart. Think of something that you gave all your love to. Perhaps it was a place in nature, the woods, the ocean, your own private retreat. Maybe it was a passion for music or a sport, something you could immerse yourself in totally and forget time. Those things that touched us deeply in our early years helped form us, gave us role models for more mature experiences of love, lit our way and sustained, molded, and nurtured our souls. Just as the tiny kite string is essential for the beautiful kite to fly, These early experiences have enabled us to live with love and passion later in life. They have helped shape our values. What we value determines how we spend our time, energy, and resources. If we don't value something, there is no motivation to do it. Have you ever procrastinated cleaning up a messy home with no motivation to do it? It's only when something you value comes into play, like the opinion of visiting friends, that you are motivated to clean. No one likes to do their taxes, but eventually we value something else more, like a clean record or not having our bank account and wages garnished. At the deepest unconscious level, our values affect our behavior and our decisions, and after the fact, our evaluation of how well we did. Values are the kinesthetic, the feeling, the love, and the passion behind our behavior. It is a fairly simple process to identify your values. First, choose an area of your life that you want to know more about to discover what motivates you to behave in certain ways. You may want to explore your relationships, your family, your work, or your health. Next, ask yourself or have a friend ask you, What's important to you in that area? Ask that same question again and again, listing every response, noting your exact words. Do this quickly so you don't have too much time to think about your answers, taking the first things that pop into your head. Your answers should be short, usually one word, such as trust, compatibility, communication, freedom, respect, and chemistry. 
Ask the question until you have run out of words. When this happens, pause to think, which will activate the deeper, more unconscious values. Often, our most cherished values are taken for granted and emerge later. It can take several cycles for your most deeply held values to surface. Continue until you have a list that sounds right, that feels good, that looks complete, usually about 10 items. But it can be a much larger list. Next, rank the items, putting number one by the value most important to you, the number two by the second most important, and so on. Then, rewrite the list in numerical order. Now you can see the top three to five values that motivate you. If you chose career, for example, and income wasn't even on the list, you can see why you may be struggling financially. It's no wonder, since at the unconscious level, money doesn't motivate you. You may see values that conflict, such as spending time with your family or friends versus needing freedom and alone time. Looking at your values can give you key insights into why you do what you do and how you make decisions. If you don't like your values, then you have the opportunity to do some personal change work. Perhaps you decided early in life that you can't have both money and love. Maybe your need for freedom from family members is really a protection against needy people. Our values are what fuel our passion, what motivate us, and what we love. Eliciting your own values is an excellent way to take stock and see what is really driving your behavior. Treasure hunt. Early memories help form your values. Reactivate the kite strings of your early happy memories and reminisce about how those memories helped form your positive attributes as an adult. Remember the support, the love, the companionship, the camaraderie, and the friendship you experienced. How did these things provide a strong foundation for your character today? Looking at the early events that helped form your character and your values, write down the things you value today that are rooted in those early experiences. They are valuable resources to support you through difficult times. Take stock of where you are and compare it to where you want to be. Here are some examples. 1. Currently I'm working for someone else, but what I really want is to own my own company. Two. I'm a cashier at a restaurant, but my dream is to become a well-paid chef. 3. I'm living with pleasant roommates, but I really long for a relationship and a home of my own. When you chose to elicit your values in a certain area of your life, it probably is an area with which you are not completely happy. Or, perhaps you want to experience better results, more satisfaction, or some sort of change. Think about what you currently have versus what you would like to have. You may want to draw a line down the center of a page and list the present conditions and results on one side with the desired conditions and results on the other. Next, review the differences between what currently is and what you desire. There is great value in holding the tension between these two things. Hold them both in your mind at the same time, letting your thoughts free flow for a while. Try not to jump to any solutions or plans of action too quickly. 
The key is to experience the differences between what is and what can be. The longer you hold the tension between the two, the higher the ultimate resolution is likely to be. Look at an area of your life through the prism of your values. Now refer to the top three on the list of values you created earlier. In the area you're dealing with, they are what drives your behavior. Can you see how they are reflected in your current situation? Now take a look at what you desire and how your top three values support it. Will your top three values as prime motivators of your behavior and your results get you where you want to be? If not, this is an area for you to do some change work. Identify your top values in several more areas of your life. So you don't miss any of our shows, make sure you subscribe to podcast.changewithin.com or click the subscribe button below. Until next time, this is your host, Dr. Jane Battenberg.